0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI 15. Today is June 1, 2021, and this is day 1180 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie. And welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. There is none like you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for giving us your breath of life so that we could go forth and fulfill the very purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's message is, it's your move. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to make a move. I know, wouldn't it be awesome if everything we felt God called us to do just came out of the sky. Everything that we needed just fell in our laps, and we just went and did it. It, it, it just worked perfectly. There was never a problem or a trial or nothing that we had to step out and do. Well, <laughs> first, to step out and make a move first. Well, I want to let you know, <laughs> it just doesn't happen like that. Uh, God has a plan. And whenever he calls us to do something, we're going to have to take a step of faith And when we take a step of faith, it's not going to feel comfortable. It is not going to feel good always. Uh, It may start off feeling that way, but then it might get a little bit shaky. It may get a little bit unpredictable. And you may begin to wonder, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And God will send you many uh, confirmations. And it's all about us being ready to receive it and being in the right mindset to even hear God and to know that it's him speaking to us. So it is your move. We're going to be coming out of Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 through 33. And here's what it says. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. Now, this is when he, right after they had fed the 5,000 men, didn't include their families, which could have been at least 12,000 people. <laughs> and they had just got through feeding them and, and Jesus blessed uh, five loaves of bread and two fishes and had fed all these people and there were even leftovers. So he immediately had the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already con- a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, who were in the boat, worshiped him. Truly, you are the son of God. (laughs) They saw it, right? They got to see this miracle. First of all, I just got to say this. I commend Peter (laughs) for even saying, give me proof by uh, uh, asking me to come. Oh my goodness. And get on this water. Oh my goodness. I would not have asked of anything so uh, risky. <laughs> if it is you, Lord, let me. Uh, it, it is amazing. And he got out there and did it. Then he got his eyes onto something else and he began to doubt. Well, he began to doubt and he. that's when he got his eyes on the wind and all the things going on around him and Jesus saved him. It is amazing how many times I've got to say for myself that Jesus saved me. I got my eyes off of him, off of what he had given me to do. I started off doing it. Then I got a little shaky in the middle and like, oh, Lord, save me. And when he when I would ask him to do that, there were some things I had to do. Just like Peter had to step out. We've got to step out. (laughs) And that's what the Lord had me to do. What about you? Point number one. So you have this vision or dream, right, or of what you feel like you should do. And you ask God for a sign or confirmation that is actually him telling you to do it. Not only does the Lord give you a sign that it's him, but he literally speaks to you saying, it's a go, do it. <laughs> That's all you needed. You dive right into the mission and then you run into a glitch, a major challenge. You begin, uh, you begin to beat yourself down and speak negatively to yourself saying things like i knew i should have should not have done this i'm a failure why did i even try and you and uh you quit then you hear the lord say i didn't tell you to stop trust me where's your faith you get back up Apply your talents and things begin to work out for far, far greater than you expected. You still have challenges along the uh, along the way, but instead of quitting, you trust the Lord for the answers. You thank him. Uh, you're no longer putting yourself down, but you're rejoicing for the growth you experience through the trials and tribulations. Now you're full of joy. Through the good times and the not so good times. Because that's really how it works. It's not a perfect uh, situation because, listen, you know, we are perfect in our spiritual man. That's the one that talks to God, right? But our flesh is not perfect. And so when we get in our flesh, uh, which happens <laughs> on a regular basis, we have to keep that flesh under by feeding the spiritual man more. Strengthening it more, exercising it more. And the way we do that is on the Word of God through prayer. You notice Jesus took time out to go and pray alone. He did this often, he did this on a regular basis. He knows he shows us the greatest example of him being fully man and God here on earth, but he was tempted in every way and did not sin. And we need to follow his example. While he was here on this earth, he he overcame uh, Satan and the evil through staying in constant communication with the Father. So we should do the same. And our advocate is through Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except through me. So we pray, we strengthen up our spiritual man by going through Jesus in prayer. And that means after we pray, we say, in Jesus name, amen. That's how we go through him, right? All right. So it it's it's not complicated, but it can be if we make it complicated. <laughs> if we're in our flesh, And we want him to do things. We want him to do the way we want him to do it. It doesn't work like that. And so we must stay, uh, keep our spiritual man strong, having on the full armor of God, not fighting uh, the enemy uh, naturally. It has to be spiritually. And he works through people. Don't forget that. So when somebody gets you teed off or rubs you the wrong way, you know, understand that it's the enemy working through them. So we don't hate the person. We still love that person but we hate the sin, all right? So point number two, it's your move. Step back out there. Complete the task God is giving you. This will become second nature as you grow in Christ, recognizing him as the son of God and as your savior and Lord. As we begin to do this, and, and here's the other thing that the word of God says that really helps me on a daily basis. It says, Uh, in Proverbs, um, as man, as iron sharpens iron, so does a man sharpen another. So when we do go through these trials and tribulations and somebody's rubbing you the wrong way, just think of it like they're sharpening you up so that you are not dull (laughs) and you're able to still go out there and be uh, extremely effective uh, as God would have us to be. You know what? I'll never forget this. About 20 years ago, God had given me a vision and that was to start a business. And I started, um, I got off track. You know, um, this business that he gave me was totally different than the one I ended up leaving that model that he had given me. Because my brother had said, Jackie, if you get into construction... And I, I had no passion for that, no desire for that. But he says, you can make lots of money because this, at that time they had set aside work for women contractors and minority contractors. So I was a double minority, black and female. So I thought, okay, I'll do that. Well, the vision God had given me was something totally different. And I got off track. And I started because I got my eyes off of Christ and got in the flesh, looking at the income that I could make instead of looking at um, what the purpose of the whole vision was that God gave me, what it was for. So I went, signed up, went to one of the contractors' meetings. And at that moment, when I walked in that place, I felt like a perpetrator. I knew I was in it for the wrong reason. The men that were in that room who were you know year had years into this and they were very passionate about what they were doing and here i am walking in to do to learn more about you know this union and the different things being offered just simply because of the money side of it and immediately i knew i don't want to do this i can't fake the funk i cannot do that and i left and god blessed me with what he wanted me to do and that business was called Serve and Clean. I finally sought God out and said, Lord, what would you have me to do? I know you've given me a gift of entrepreneurship. I didn't know it then, but now I could say this after the fact. <laughs> and uh, after starting more than one business, and uh, God blessed him to, for us to grow and to bless many people. And he said, when I asked God what I should do, he said, what do you enjoy doing? And I enjoyed serving. And every time at our church, I'll never forget, I would always get the the uh, setup ready if there was a wedding or if there was a funeral, you know, and we had to serve the food, set at the tables. I enjoy doing it, getting the food ready and then getting a crew together to serve and set up and clean up. And I said, that's what I enjoy doing. And the Lord said, well, that's your business. And he gave me the name for it. And it was called Serve and Clean. Very simple. Uh, and he also gave me a tagline. You provide it, we'll serve it. You dirty it, we'll clean it. Because <laughs> people thought we were janitorial. So that was a glitch or not a glitch, but a challenge. And the Lord gave me the answer to that. Then I went out to... um Uh, introduce myself. The Lord was introducing me to the world and meeting the uh, different perspective clients. And at that time, it was more hotels and uh, Bartle Hall was huge, a big deal then. And I went there and met the gentleman, made an appointment over the phone, met him. And uh, he said, so tell me, what do you offer? What do you do? What is your rate? What do you charge? I had no idea what to charge. In the industry, and and typically you can call around and find out what others charge and kind of make your prices somewhere around there based upon your cost of doing business. And there was not many competitors out there. There was a handful, maybe I could count them on one hand, and they weren't giving out prices. They would say, "Make an appointment. We'll come out and look at your venue and let you know what your rate is." And so. Uh, when I got to meet this gentleman, he was asking me all these questions. He says, so do you uh, uh, serve? How do you serve? And and uh, do you we do banquet style here? And that that meant carrying the trays of uh, 10 meals or 12 on your on a tray on your shoulder. And uh, he said, can you do that? And I said, well, we do buffet style. He said, well, no, we don't do buffet more like more. So we will do banquet uh, which is carrying those trays and I said well no but we can learn. <laughs> I said we can learn very quickly. Do you know how to cut a wedding cake? Uh no but but I can learn sir. And so he knew that okay. She doesn't know enough about this but he knew I I was eager to do it and uh, and I had the basic fundamentals uh of how to of how to greet people and how to be kind and serving. And he said uh okay, here's what you need to do. He said, your rate needs to be somewhere between this and this. And I said, okay, thank you so much. And I said, sir, if you would allow me and my husband to come and and just shadow you and learn it, um, we would not charge you to do that. And, and we would just follow you uh, uh, through a night or whatever. And you show me how to do these things, how to carry the trays, how to cut the cakes. And he said, all right. He made a deal like that with me and my husband didn't know it, but I volunteered him <laughs> and we did it. We went and we worked with this gentleman and he showed me everything I needed to know, how to set those tables, how to carry the trays what is expected, you know, to the best of his ability in a night or two. And we did it. And then God blessed me to to train the team that would be working with us. And I'll never forget it. Our first big gig was uh, 18th and Vine when they reopened it and uh, had all these movie stars and different people coming in. It was an elegant affair. Uh, And I'll never forget the woman I was working with to try to get in the door to do it. Uh, And she, uh, Suzette, I'll never forget her first name. And she let us come in and uh, she paid us to do the event. And It was amazing. And I gathered all the people I could, friends, family, enemies, (laughs) taught them what they would be doing. And uh, God blessed us to do this business for eight years. And I remember even setting up a training, teaching people how to serve and teaching people um, how to set a table. Uh, And God uh, just um, opened so many doors for us. And when it's him uh, that's giving you the vision, when he says, come, he will equip you with everything you need. You need to go and do what he called you to do. What is it that he's given you? What have you fallen down on? It's time to get back up and start all over again, or it's time to pick up the baton and complete the task. All right. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Trust God or do it afraid, (laughs) and he'll give you the strength to complete it. If you don't know Jesus, though, as your Lord and Savior, that would be the number one most important part. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Oh glory to God! I love you all so so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May His face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you His favor, and give you His peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J a c k i e B like boy u y c k s Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.